Welcome to the Natural Hair Education Podcast, where we empower, educate, and embrace our essence through the love of natural hair. I am your host, Corinthian Carruthers II, and thank you for listening. I am a licensed beauty educator, licensed cosmetologist, and natural hair culturist. I am co-owner of Creative Hair School of Cosmetology and creator of Natural Hair Education where I guide, teach, and coach beauty school students and professional stylists on their path towards mastering and increasing their value and income in natural hair care and braiding. On this platform, we will discuss real hair stories, break myths, and grow in self-love. I am excited about today's episode because we are talking about finding the right stylist. How do you find the right stylist? And especially in the natural hair community. Naturals, whether you're getting locks or your hair shampoo conditioned, whatever style that it is that you go into a salon for, you wanna make sure that the stylist is properly skilled, um, that they have the adequate knowledge, that they complete your style in a timely manner because time is important to us and that they just understand the whole concept of the importance of being natural and having natural, healthy hair. So how do you find that person? How do you find the stylist that can actually suit you, accommodate your style and make you feel like you're in a safe environment and that they care about what you need? I can't say all, but I know that a lot of women love going to the beauty shop. Um, It's a place for them to escape. It's a place for them to mingle with other women, to kind of just digress from the week and talk about any and everything with their stylist. You want someone who has integrity, who is professional, who is down to earth, who can communicate with you about your hair, its concerns, and things like that. But how do we find that person? The market is so saturated with so many people claiming to be natural hairstylists or professional stylists. And then you go visit them and you're like, oh my goodness, what's professional about this? You're kind of like lost for words. And then a lot of times people get discouraged from visiting the salon because of the gossip or the stigmas that are wrapped around the black salon. People get discouraged from the salon because of those things. So what I'm going to share with you is what I teach my students. I teach my students how to be professional, how they should lead with professionalism, how they should build up their communication skill and you know, be a solid stylist all around. When it comes to finding and choosing a perfect stylist for you, it all comes down to personal preference. So it's time for you to look for a stylist. You want to first identify what type of stylist you are looking for. And when I say identify, are you wanting someone who can keep up, keep you up with the latest styles and trends? Or are you looking for a stylist that you just really want someone to be, to be committed to long-term? And it's not so much about the styling technique, but more so about healthy hair. And I identify those as two different stylists. I say one is trendy and one is long-term. 
And, you know, either or can be trendy or long term. But for the most part, our trendy stylists are the ones who are very hot. They're very popular. They have a big following. And sometimes they're hard to book with because they're so busy. And then you have your long-term stylist who's usually more mature. Their focus is primarily on healthy hair and not trends. And the thing about long-term stylists is a lot of times they are very selective about who they service. So you wanna first identify if you're looking for trends and styles or you're looking for someone who's gonna be able to keep your hair in a healthy state and provide you with healthy services. Now, I do honestly believe that all stylists have a specialty service that they're really good at, and it comes down to, are you happy with those services? The next one is, what is the first interaction with the stylist like? When you walk into a salon and you introduce yourself or the stylist introduce themselves to you, how was that greeting? Was it very friendly? Was it polite? Was it very welcoming? Was the stylist's appearance good with you? Were you okay with their their professional appearance? Did they hair did they have their hairstyle? Some stylists make sure to look their best every day while working. And then you have other stylists that feel that their image isn't as important because they're there to do a job and the job is to service you and not them. So Again, that is another personal preference. How do you feel about the stylist's appearance? How was that first interaction? Did they communicate with you well? I know for myself, I really appreciate a stylist that can show me concern and make me feel like I am important and like I'm not just a dollar sign, but I am there because they're, they wanna make my life better and easy in some capacity. No, you have to find that connection with your stylist. Um, here's another one. How was their eye contact? How was their tone? Were they friendly? Were they standoffish? So you know what you like as a person, but I can honestly say that I believe most people want to be with the stylist who's friendly, who's open, who communicates well, who has good professional image and professionalism overall. So these are things to look for when you have an interaction with a stylist. Their appearance, presentation, professionalism, eye contact, their posture, communication, all these things are gonna be important on you deciding who will be your long-term stylist. Another thing to look for is the salon environment. So again, another personal preference, do you prefer a quiet private setting or do you want an open setting where all of you ladies are in the same area and there's lots of communication going on, there's lots of activities, that is your choice. When it comes to salon environment as well, how do you feel about the upkeep? Is that important to you? For me, sanitation is a big deal being a stylist myself, I understand the importance of keeping a sanitized environment, one that is clean and free of debris and all those things because as a stylist, it's very easy to transmit germs and bacteria from one client to another. There are salons out there that put sanitation off because they feel it, that it doesn't fit in with, <laughs> with their time or whatever the case is. But it's important that even you as a client looking for a stylist, that you pay attention to that 
that you make sure that client is not reusing the same utensils on you. They're sanitizing their bowls, their chairs, the floor is being swept. Those things are important because it has to do with your health. The salon environment is a public place. And you know, you just you just have to be careful, take that extra precaution when working with people. Um, my safety and my health is important. And as a client, yours should be as well too. What kind of vibe do you like? Do you like it cool, laid back, or you like it busy? Do you like music? Do you like the noise, the phone ringing? All these things are gonna also play a part in the salon environment. When you go to a salon, sometimes it's a place for you to just go, relax, let back, and again, detach from the real world. You wanna have that moment to relax. Does that salon environment offer you that? At the end of the day, you have to make sure that you're comfortable in the environment that you are in. You wanna make sure you can communicate with your stylist and have that open conversation if it's needed to. When it's time to talk about, or if it ever comes a time to talk about some deep concerns and matters about your hair. Is the environment suitable enough for you to have those conversations with your stylist? Now where I'm from, consultations are a big deal. It's so important that stylists are doing consultations with their clients, and I don't find that happening in our regular day-to-day salons. So let me educate you, and so you can look for this with your stylist. When you go into a salon and you are a new client, there should be a consultation held between you and that prospective stylist. And what consultations does is it gives the stylist a good overview and a breakdown of your hair goals, what you're looking for, some of the styling products that you're used to wearing, some of your hair concerns, and it just gives us a deep in-depth history of you and your hair. Now, what stylist would not want that information? That is vital, vital information. When you go visit a doctor, they don't just take you in the back and service you or cater to your needs or your concerns. No, they give you a history form. They have you complete a form. They ask questions regarding you, the history of your health, and sometimes your family and the history of your family's health. And that gives them a general idea of what could be some concerns for you. So as a stylist, I take pride in consultations and I believe that every stylist should So I'm gonna give you something to look for. When you're looking for your next stylist, make sure your stylist is conducting a consultation with you. Now we've identified if we're looking for trendy or long-term. We've also identified the interaction. How was the interaction with the stylist? Pointed out salon environment, and we discussed consultations. So after those, The question is, can you see yourself with this stylist long-term? When you've been with the stylist for years, you become family. They'll probably know more about you and your own family than sometimes your own family know about you. So as a stylist myself, I know the connection that can be made with clients and I've learned things about some some of my clients that I should have not known, (laughs) but that's okay. Um, They trusted me. Trust is a big deal. So as a client, you wanna be able to trust your stylist. My clients trust me enough to share things with me that I'm like, yo, you can keep that. 
but I understand. I understood their um, openness and their and their willingness to open up to me because they knew that I had integrity, that I would not share their news, and that what they told me stayed with me. And those are qualities that you will find out if your stylists have or have not if you stay with them long enough to see. Another indicator of this will be when you sit in your stylist chair, are they sharing news with you about someone else? Are they talking about another client that maybe had a hair concern or, you know, has some personal issues going on in their personal life and they're sharing those things with you? Those are things to look out for. You do not want to be involved with the stylist who's going to gossip about other people because the minute you walk away, guess what? That's right. They're going to talk about you as well. So make sure that you are looking for someone who is professional, have good communication skills, have a great environment that suits your need, have the integrity to hold and keep personal information confidential and are conducting those consultations because those are golden to the future health of your hair. To wrap this all up, the stylists have a great responsibility of making clients feel safe. So when you, the client, visit a salon, you expect a great service and not just a great hairstyle, but a great service. You want to feel comfortable. You want to know that your stylist is going to treat you and your hair with respect. You want your stylist to be honest about your hair and have integrity about their ability to perform certain services. All right, so let's get to our hair myth. The hair myth for today is... Braids must be tight or they will not last. Um, excuse me. Have you ever saw someone with braids and it literally looked like a piece of their scalp was in the braid? That is extremely too tight. Okay, here's the thing. Braids do not have to be tight to last. The primary focus should be making sure the braids are neat. And you do that by making those parts neat. When braids are too tight, it causes tension by pulling on the hair follicles. And let me tell you, once those hair bulbs start to release from the hair follicle, it could cause damage. And that can result in what we call traction alopecia. Next time you're getting your braiding services done, make sure they are neat and not too tight. Thank you again for listening in on the Natural Hair Education Podcast. If you have any topics you want to discuss or have a question or want to share your story, leave your request at naturalhairedu.com. Thank you for listening. And let's continue to empower, educate, and embrace our essence through the love of our hair.